All right. So bonus round. Emerson, I'm curious, man. You know, we talked about special abilities in the in the during the podcast show a little bit. Kind of touched mm-hmm. on them, and I'm just curious, what is your process for coming up with special abilities, both in in uh, Spectre Ops and, and any other games that you you've worked on mm-hmm. or working on? Do you have okay. like a development process for coming up with these things, or is it just kind of what comes out? Okay, I wish I could say that I have a very scientific, you know, way of coming up with these, but usually I would just put a piece on the board and say, okay, what do I want to do? Like what? So as I play the game, I think, okay, well, what do I want to do? What do I desire? Like, okay, so I put the piece here. What do I want to do? I want to be able to shoot really far. You know, that might be one thing. Or I want to, as I'm playing the game, I'm thinking, oh, I really wish I could move more, right? So those things come up, and then those are, like, usually my sources for those special abilities. It's like, what do I, what do I feel like I want to do at that moment? Gotcha. So you, you kind of get into the game. And then think, all right, what do I want to do right now in the game? It's my turn. What do I wish I could do? And then special yeah. abilities kind of flow from that. Yeah, yeah. What do I wish I could do right at now? Yeah, that's you know that's probably one of the best ways to do it. I know personally, I, I find myself sometimes writing down like all these ideas for special abilities, and uh-huh. then I get into the game and they're garbage. Like, oh, that's useless. Like, no one would ever <laughs> use that. And but right, I wasted. Right. I don't say wasted, but anyway, I used all this time coming up with these ideas of special abilities. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just get into the game and go, okay, what do I wish I could do right now? My my opponent's over there. I can't hit them. Ooh, I wish I could. Yeah. Okay, that'd be a cool special ability. All right, that makes a right, lot of sense. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any- now, a lot of times they, they end up being overpowered, though. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you wish for things, they tend to be a little bit more you know, unbalanced. So yeah. so at that point, then you kind of have to like scale them down and then right. try, to, try to balance it from that point. Right. So if you're thinking, okay, I wish I could kill my opponent in one move and win the game. Uh, maybe need to scale it back just a, a little bit. Yeah, just a, just a tad. <laughs> yeah, and that's I mean that's where the playtesting comes in and figuring out right. what works. Are there any special abilities that you just love that you're like I love this idea, I love the way this works. I'm gonna try to do this all the time. Oh, Inspector Ops specifically, or just in in general? Oh, in general. Uh, let's see. I mean, there's some mechanisms that I, that I do like, but in terms of special abilities, uh, things that will allow me to break rules. Mm-hmm. So, like, for instance, if I have a, um, let's say they have an ability, but this ability, I can only use it three times, right? So, a cool special ability that I tend to like is things that will remove restrictions. So, let's say that I got this building. Now, I can only I can only use this building to turn, say, raw wood into timber, but I can only use it three times. But now I want to build this other building, which then lists the restrictions. So, now I can do that as many times as I want. You know, stuff like that. So, I like things that remove res- – special abilities that remove restrictions. Yeah. I love I love moments where you break a rule, you do something like that, and your opponent goes, no, yeah. no, you can't do that. And then you show them your card, your special ability yeah, exactly. or something, and you're like, yes, I can. <laughs> yeah. And then they feel defeated, and you feel like on top of the world in that moment. Um, right, right, right. Well, Until they, they do that to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the next turn. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, well, you you just created like 15 lumber. Well, I'm going to steal all that from you. No, right. No, you can't do that. Oh, <laughs> well, yes, yes, I, I can. can. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's kind of jump back for a second. What are some of your favorite mechanics? Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Certain My favorite mechanics, uh, one of them you'll, you'll see in Caravan where I like the gradual increasing cost in games. So I feel like that is a very elegant way of hiding the auction mechanic. So I know that in a lot of Euro games, there was a period of time when it seems like every Euro game that I played had some auction mechanic in it where you're bidding and then you're you're upping your bids or you're doing a blind auction. But 
I like the the gradual cost center row where thing like the first card is going to be the lowest cost and then the cost gets progressively higher. But as the cards come in, they always come in from the most expensive side. So, and then that sort of self-balances or like each of the cards start becoming uh, placed appropriately based on their value because the things that are less desirable will go all the way down to the cheapest cost and so forth. And, and so there's no, uh, it, it's streamlined in that there's no, there's no auction phase. Like people aren't spending the time to bid, trying to decide how much to bid. It's all right there. So it's, I feel like I like that because it hides the, the whole auction mechanism built right into the, that, that row. Yeah, absolutely. And I like what you said, you know, it self balances. So it kind of puts, yeah. puts it on the players to do a bit of the design work for you and say, right. okay, yeah. you know, you guys are going to make this balance itself out. And so honestly, from a design standpoint, you don't have to spend as much time figuring out the balance of an auction because you can kind right. of let the players take care of that for themselves. Right. Yep. Gotcha. Anything else? Any other mechanics you're really enjoying right now? Well, uh, I'm always a fan of trader mechanics. If I can fit a trader in there, I will always try to do it. Uh, the next best thing is uh, hidden rolls. I, I'm a sucker for hidden rolls. Gotcha. So caravan, there's a trader mechanic. There's one guy. I wish, just... I, only <laughs> if I could. I couldn't figure out a way to squeeze in a trader in that. Yeah, if you can, if you could put a trader in a like a. a a, a Euro game, a, <laughs> yeah. a very obvious, not like a Euro hybrid, but like a straight right. up Euro trading in the Mediterranean, but maybe when somebody's out to get you, uh, right, I'd be right. really impressed. I, I would love to play that game. <laughs> I haven't figured that one out yet. Yeah. Something to effect of like, you know, you spent your whole game building all these things or, or, or gathering all this wood. And then at right. the end of the game, you find out that like all your warehouses are empty because the guy across from you is the trader and he's like, got all your, your wood right, and right. resources and all this stuff. He's like, no, I win. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Anyway, if you, if you can pull that off, that would be a lot of fun. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> yes, right. I'll start sending you ideas like this. You're welcome. Well, cool, man. That's, awesome. that's all I got. Really appreciate your time. I'm excited for 2017. Excited to see what you're coming out with. I know Caravan's going to be an awesome one. A lot of people already uh, singing high praises for it. And I'm just I'm pumped for what, you're, what you got in the works. 